Oh, wig. It's hot local singles. Hot. Local. Singles. Hi, listener. Welcome to Hot Local Singles, the pop, the popcast, the the popcast. Hi, the pancast, the popcast. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to another episode of Gay Guys Sobbing on Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired today. I was just telling Joshy he went to bed late on the internet trying to figure out how to make um, a fan cam. No. Because I refuse to believe that the kids go on like iMovie or Premiere Pro. No, not That's a chance. too much work. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And like the exporting um, of it all. Yeah, exactly. And that means you would have to download each clip and each clip is like less than a second, quite literally. <laughs> so I don't, I don't believe it. I don't know how they, I still haven't figured it out. I still haven't figured it out. Who was your fan cam? Fan, I want fan to make cam. a gold, a gold frap fan Stop. cam. Stop. <laughs> I, I've searched everywhere for one. I thought there were there would be one, and then the only thing I found was someone tweeted, like a stranger tweeted, "I want to make a f- uh, gold for a fan cam, but it's too much work." And then it was, yeah, then it was like, yeah, same. It's the demographic. We don't know what apps. No one who's the right age knows what gold frap is. <laughs> People are gonna be like, "Why is this old lady on my fan?" <laughs> like, is that Florence Welch? <laughs> don't don't i'm quitting this podcast <laughs> if you ever compare gold rap to florence <laughs> florence and her machinis and her machinis her wiglets so yeah that's what i did last night i stayed up to like 2 a.m doing that and then i had a meeting this morning at like nine oop oop indeed oop. So like, <laughs> and i just like stayed up a weekend too doing bullshit so i just mm-hmm. i'm like behind on sleep i toxically set my alarm a little bit earlier every week and i'm at like i'm at like 8 a.m and it's it's getting early it's getting early i'm so shocked by you guys by the gay chat are always up so early Mm. even like i yeah (laughs) yeah period period. it's early (laughs) um yeah it is early but um why do you enjoy waking up early? Well, I mean, like, like as someone psychological? as someone without a nine to five, yeah, it's psychological for sure. Like, it's so much easier to spiral if you wake up oh, late. Oh, actually, yeah, it's true. I don't really know why, but it's just something I found, and um, it's also cooler in the morning. You can even like go outside well, before the heat really happens, mm. much like it is right now at five thirty. <laughs> on a it's Tuesday. supposed to get hotter here too, actually. Perfect. Just the humidity. Yeah. Oh my god, it's crazy. But yeah, I don't know. You know, it just works. If it works, it works. Um, there's a saying about waking up early being good. There's a saying? I need to get closer to the mic. Isn't there a saying in English? There's a saying in Spanish that's oh, like a, the early bird. Yeah. What is it? Do be catching the worm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about the early bird? What's she, what's what's her tea? She, she do be catching the worm. She catches the worm. Oh, that's it? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. I thought, when you said that, I thought you meant like... Um, some joke about gay guys getting like gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> In Spanish, the saying goes like, uh, "Whoever wakes up early, God helps him." Oh, catchy! Um, yeah, yeah. Well, it works better in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wakes up early, God helps him. <laughs> it does rhyme in Spanish. That's a good reason to get up early, honestly. 
Because God, I, I refuse to believe that. I'm a nocturnal being. Maybe I was like a tiger, a panther in my past life, but... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's tea. Sis. That's a podcast for you. A little low on the convo. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, listener. I'm Josh. That's Juan over there. I'm Juan. Hey. He's of Montreal persuasion. I'm of Toronto persuasion. The La Francophonie. Just filling people in, you know? Um, I was listening to podcasts last week, kind of doing my classic hate listen. And here's the thing. Two gay guys were sobbing on their podcasts. Like literally sobbing? Like literally like crying. Ser serotonin deficit sobbing. Not like when you say I'm crying when you're laughing. No. Like crying when you're crying. Bowen Yang was sobbing about Conan O'Brien ending no, his not, late night not, show. Not. Like sobbing hard no. and deep. And then like fucking Joel Kimbooster. I hate to utter the words, but Joel Kimbooster. <laughs> Wait, booster juice? Yeah. Joel Kimbooster <laughs> was sobbing about just like, I think falling in love. It was really messy. Was it the same podcast? Was it the same time or different? Different podcast. Same week. It was post Pride oh. very much. Post MDMA. I refuse to, yeah, that's it. I refuse to accept someone crying about a stranger. I mean, maybe he knows him because he is in SNL now, but. Right. I'm sure he was really inspired by his comedy. Sure, whatever. Exactly. I'm yeah. not going to, no, no. I didn't cry when Tina Fey quit 30 Rock. I celebrated because of finally she let, let it die. Yeah. No, Bowen yeah. cried three times that episode. New York seemed like chaos, honestly. Chemically imbalanced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New York seems like um, the end times for sure. The lack of serotonin in that city right now. And everyone's just partying. I had a good weekend, though. Yeah, me too. I did cottage. I did beach. Oh, yeah. Without you, sadly. But I know. one day. So wait, what's your takeaway from the podcasts? Did you like them apart from the sobbing? No, I couldn't handle it. What do they talk about in those podcasts? Like, what does Joking Booster talk about? Um, that one's an advice podcast. His co-host is fine, but he's like insufferable. Like self-help? Yeah, like people um, call in or message in, much like a listener, you should for our love line, which is happening later this month. So ask us a question, any type of advice you might need. We'll give definitely better advice than that faggot. Honestly, yeah. Like he was telling yeah. a story recently about how he got, what's that parasite? Giardia? Is that how you say it? Erica Girardi? No, it's not parasite. <laughs> Erica, that's a parasite, all right. <laughs> if I ever saw a parasite, she's parasitical to a man who's parasitical, who like stole money from families who lost loved ones in a plane, and she used that money to make shitty songs with Brooke Candy. Mm -hmm. That's a parasite. If I ever saw one, yeah. Um, anyways, he got. GR, <laughs> I I'm literally don't know how to say it, and you didn't help. <laughs> I've heard, I've seen the word written, but I've never heard it in, in the wild, yeah. So he got that from eating ass, and um, he woke up covered in his own shit, and then he rolled uh, over and went back to bed. <laughs> and, like, I'm already homophobic towards him, and that really, like, <laughs> sealed the deal, that you know? cemented it. Yeah. Well, that's a better story. Honestly, I respect that a bit more than, but this is just my decadent lifestyle. Or not even lifestyle, like uh, orientation. I prefer that over crying over a comedian ending his 
job. That's like the most neoliberal sobbing I've ever heard. At a certain point, you have to like take a day off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like media people are so consumed by their own shit content. Yeah, be like us. Yeah. Take three weeks off whenever we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the mental health of all that. Well, that's yeah. I don't know. Whatever they can do, whatever the fuck they want, and they do. Well, I have to say. <laughs> and they can more money than us doing it. We forgot to mention what this episode is. We're rating and reviewing oh, yeah. a handful of recent pop songs that came out. Um, we're gonna rate them hot or local. That's our binary here. We got stuff from Iggy Azalea, Bad Gal, Eva Max, Shy Girl. Um, more. I have some suspicions that it's going to be a local heavy episode. But a local heavy vibe, yeah. Yes. That's what we all need in Shame Month anyway, I think. So. <laughs> July's Shame Month. Keep things light for Shame Month. All I know is that like Love Island's back and um, I'm rotting my brain. So <laughs> um, You're watching it daily? I watched a bunch of it. Yeah, I watched all of last week. I didn't realize it was on Sundays too. <laughs> Yeah. Like God's yeah. day. It's so much content. It's like every day of the week, then Saturdays are the recaps, and then Sundays like the elimination or something like that. Saturdays are good. I didn't realize Saturdays had a vibe, but they're more than a recap. They're like fully funny. Oh, really? There's a lot of like fourth oh, wall okay. breaking. That's where they like keep all that content. Right, right, right. Like the blue person shit. Yeah, it's funny. It's um a little bit meaner towards the contestants. Like Oh, I like that though. They drag them a bit more. Yeah, it's great. That's the best thing about Love Island. And although you, I do agree that it is brain rotting, I do think the humor of the narrator sometimes can be very galaxy brain. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. It's quite clever. In the like Saturday episode last week, there was like a bunch of mispronunciations and like just the contestants <laughs> not knowing the right word for stuff. And just <laughs> <laughs> Much like Holocaust singles yeah, often like, enough. But like the <laughs> thing is, the editor like doesn't take it out after like. <laughs> They like linger on it, if anything. It's we should do like a special comedy. fan episode where one of our fans just edits our episode and like does like a voice voiceover making fun of us. Oh my God, yes. We need to get Ian <laughs> Sterling for that. <laughs> Who is that? That's the narrator. Oh. Anyways. Okay, should we start with the music? Yeah, let's start with the music. So I tweeted about how much I missed Bad Gal recently. Pre-2020 Bad Gal in particular. and Like Jacaranda Bad Gal or whatever. Exactly. Like like Double Dutch Bad Gal. Mm. And I promptly received this mess in my inbox from Christian. (laughs) (laughs) You prayed and got delivered. Uh, Disaster. It's called Bobo. It's a Latinx cover of TLC's No Scrubs. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Bad Gal is not Latinx, but go on. It's true, yeah. (laughs) Just Spanish. Uh, his panicics. Anyways, it's featuring Maria Angelique, who, uh, bad gal <laughs> on the second verse, and, and then the second Maria. Maria. Becerra. <laughs> Becerra. Yeah. Mess. Okay, I know Maria Angelique from, she is on that Carol G album that I thoroughly recommended, and no one listened to me on that condition. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was hanging out with friends this weekend, uh, and then I was like, I love Carol G, and everyone, like, Unanimously, I was like, we hate her. Really? <laughs> I'm amazed they even have a take. They're not like who? Right, yeah, I know. Well, it was Isabella, so I guess she keeps up with music. Ah. That kind of music, yeah. Isabella's like a specter of the pod at this point. She needs to come on. She just needs to come on at this point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anyways, but Maria Angelique is on a song with Bacaro G, which is how I know her. And I think she's like the main artist in this. I think she's like the right, the the top bill, and then yeah. Bad Gal and Maria Becerra are like um, features. Sure. Yeah. I guess TLC. Okay, yeah, for the listener. So Bobo is, what do you call this? A cover? Uh, an interpretation uh, yeah. of No Scrubs? It's like a melodic cover, but obviously the lyrics are different, so. Yeah, it's certainly not an original song. It's certainly not that. <laughs> it's certainly it's not. Very not that, yeah. There was very little effort in putting this out. So yeah, it sounds exactly like No Scrubs. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why they decided, oh, we need two more girls on this track to like mimic TLC vibes. Mm. But the lyrics themselves, from what I gathered, I really glanced the song, I really didn't do a close reading of it. The lyrics are still the same message. Right. And Bobo means like loser. Yeah, exactly. From what I know. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's the like same. The, it's scrubs. The whole song is like... Explain like no scrubs. The whole song is explaining what a scrub is for the unenlightened listener, and this is the same shit. It's like a bobo is someone who will never make me happy. Hmm. Um, so what did you think about it? Well, you already said it was a mess. I actually think Bad Gal sounds great. I mean, like mm. the rest of it is like I don't know, nothing to me. Like I don't hear anything, you know. But <laughs> but it's a mess. Like I just I I don't know. I want her back. This isn't what I wanted. She really has like fallen off, but she hasn't. Like she's kept, kept making music, but no longer the same impact. Bigger than ever, I would imagine. Yeah, a little bigger than ever, yeah. In a more local sense. Like she was hot before, now she's local. It, it sucks that like now she's with two other women on a song. Like she can't even get her own <laughs> song anymore. <laughs> like I feel like it was like a bundle deal. Like oh, yeah, the label was sure. like, okay, you need to put three girls on it because it has to be big, you know? And she also is, like, the biggest out of all of them. I think like so. the most well-known. So I feel like, if anything, she should have been, like, the lead of it, not Maria Angelica or whatever. Yeah, come on. Maybe they just paid her. It probably was, like, a paid verse. T, yeah. And she was like, I can't say no to the check. An easy, the easiest check in life. It's not like it'll stream badly. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. it'll work. Listen, there's one good thing, one positive thing about this. And mm. that is that Candy Perez is going to get a check. <laughs> Real Housewife of Atlanta, who wrote that song back in the 90s, is going to get even more royalty money for Gee. it. Yeah. Deserved. But I think it's really weird because it's not the first time in like reggaeton that they do this. Like a year ago, they did this with um, that Shaggy song that I was listening to recently, um, Wasn't Me. Oh. They took the hook of that song and then made a new song that sounds exactly the same. Hmm. So um, I forget who did that. I think it was J Balvin. And then they did that with Rhythm of the Night, and they keep doing that. Yeah. This is like a Latinx issue, for sure. It's a plague. The lack of creativity in the region is really like a plague, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, you're allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit disappointing, honestly, but whatever. It's like a money grab. It is, yeah. Yeah. But it starts off our little episode playlist pretty nicely, I think. Yeah, I mean, it sounds great. It's a good, it's a great song. No scrubs. Yeah, yeah the original. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why they're remaking it. It's a really good song. I prefer girl talk, but anyway, I don't like the message of it, though. <laughs> yeah, a little triggering much. Girl talk. <laughs> what are you trying to say? That I'm a scrub bitch? <laughs> He's not trying to say it. He's saying it. No, I didn't no say scrubs? it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm joking. No Scrubs is just about them not wanting to hang out with broke dudes. 
Yeah. I guess it's like the original girl boss anthem. T. Sort of. I need a capitalist. My man needs to be a capitalist. <laughs> yeah. I want an investment banker. Yeah. See, I would have respected it more if they just changed the message to like a positive thing. Like instead of saying no scrubs, like, I want a. I want a scrub. Like, yeah. Okay, so we know you don't want a scrub. So what do you want? I want a yeah. flop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want no flops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a scorching local. hot local <laughs> Bobo by Mariah Badgala Mariah. Or Maria, I guess. I think, I think it's Mariah and Maria, yeah. Mariah and Maria. Here's one. Iggy Azalea? I ask. I hear I hear the name and have some faint memories of it. Yeah, War Flashbacks. I'm taking back to 2014, <laughs> yeah. It's, she has a song, Iggy Azalea, called I Am The Strip Club. What do we talk about first? The skin color or the song itself? <laughs> Let's get the controversy out of the way first. How many times can we like talk about her trying to be black before it's like she's uncancelable, you know? How many times can you try to... Ca- yeah, she's uncancelable. She's like reached like the upper echelon of people who are no longer cancelable because she's been cancelled so many times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she keeps making like gay bops, weirdly. She pivoted. I think that's the vibe I'm getting. She pivoted after she got cancelled. She pivoted into like pandering to the gays. Like EDM kind of, yeah. Because before this, I don't know the name of the song, but before this, she had a song where the music video was just like every drag queen that's ever been on Drag Race wow, was yeah. on the music video. Yeah. Damn, people really do that. <laughs> what? Like, just hire a bunch of drag queens and make that the video. <laughs> yeah, literally. I mean, Little Mix just did it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they be doing that. <laughs> so yeah, she is the strip club, or she alleges. She claims she's a strip club. I don't know if I agree with her. I am the strip club, yeah. I'm getting, like, ESL vibes from that. Like, she's learning. She's learning her nouns. (laughs) She is a strip club. Well, she is Australian, so she is ESL. (laughs) She kind of is. Like, it, yeah. She kind of is. Yeah, have you heard her sing? In this song, you mean? Yeah, it's horrid. It is. It's so horrible. I can't, I can't fathom playing this amongst friends. It's so humiliating. Remember that video that went by all of her, like, yeah. rapping, quote-unquote? It was like, bim, bim, bop, I will be including that clip. Absolutely. Yeah, please. We need a reminder. The song, the song. Let's talk about Je Suis the Strip Club. Je Suis the Strip Club. She, it sounds like she was trying so hard to do like Azalea back in 2013, 14. Yeah, I was getting like, like Cakes to Killa a bit too. Like just that kind okay. of club. Yeah, like housey, exactly club. New York vibe, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's just firstly late. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, it's always, you can always revive that. It is club. It's like timeless in a way, but mm-hmm. it sounds dated. It's a little underproduced in a weird way, yeah. Azealia, Azealia would do it better, I think, even though it's like a shitty oh, song. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Azealia was like just a better rapper, too. So. Yeah, yeah. One of my issues with the song, one of many, is that I don't see this being played at a strip club. 
No. This is not strip club music at all. No, no, I mean, no. maybe a gay strip club. I've never been to one, but I doubt it. Heard of it? <laughs> I'm going to take that as yes, you've attended. <laughs> yes, you've been. Yeah, actually once. Oh, it was really? a mess. How was it? I was wearing a chain, like a thick stripper? like industrial chain. <laughs> yeah. I was the stripper. <laughs> And the stripper like pulled me by the chain, grabbed it onto the stage. Yeah, you asked for that, going with a chain to the strip club. Yeah, I was like nineteen. I was not prepared mentally for what that. What did he do? Wait, they took you on stage? Well, he like dragged me by the neck. Oh. Is what happened. It was a lot. <laughs> what did he do on stage? Like went back off of the stage. <laughs> You're like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm not just sir. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Did you touch his penis? No, he was clothed. Oh, I guess you're not allowed to touch. So that's my strip club experience. In many ways, I am the strip club. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like sound. This is like this is not music for a strip club. It's music for a gay club. It's gay, yeah. like a really basic, like downtown village mm. um, gay club, like a meth gala kind of vibes is what it gives me. Although I will say this, I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. No, it's not that. It's not. It's not terrible, but it just. Um, it's yeah. It just wouldn't be played. <laughs> it just wouldn't be played there. It's becoming like a meme. Have you For seen? Sure. That? No. Yeah. I people are like tweeting about it today, specifically today. I've seen like five tweets. In a way that it's like ironically into the song. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like a little bit cringy, but there's. There's a bop in there somewhere. There's a bop in there, yeah, yeah. And we're just so familiar to this kind of sound and like liking this kind of sound as a as yeah queers like deep house. But we'll always like yeah, we'll always have a little like soft spot for that kind of beat. But it's like a mess. It's easy listening for us. <laughs> <laughs> Adult like contemporary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I do have to wonder. What do you think she means by she is the strip club? Um. Maybe she's, like, triggered from her, like, disastrous marriage and is like, babe, don't go to the strip club. I'm here. Right, it's actually really right, sweet. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's really endearing. Very trad message. Trad, yeah. I do think she <laughs> kind of went through the ringer, you know, with um whatever happened. <laughs> I'm, like, motioning my hand. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that happened. Yeah. No, I do remember this very clearly. She had a baby with Playboy Cardi, and Playboy Cardi didn't attend the birth of the baby because he was playing video games with another rapper, who I forget. Uzi. Yeah. And then there's mad rumors that he's gay. Oof. Yeah. Into I mean, that. she's been through the ringer, really. Like, honestly, like, deservedly, because she was doing, like, not blackface, but black voice when she start, when she was coming up. Yeah. And, and people continues really to, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't really changed. Like, literally, what is the song other than that? But, like, when I was listening to something recently, and I was like, you really sound, like, there's no way a girl from Australia speaks like that. It's crazy. But, I mean, whatever. Yeah, we've been through this in 2014. We already had this culture war, like, a thousand times. Exactly, And yeah. then she had that she had that beef with Papa, jo- Papa Jones. Papa Jones? How do I can I say that word? The pizza Papa place? Johns? <laughs> <laughs> Papa Johns, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So she's beefed with everyone. She was called Igloo Australia. By Azalea, of course. By Azalea. Absolute classic. The best drag that Azalea has ever done was when she was like, (laughs) Iggy Azalea is like, if I had a baby, when like Pangea happened, I was like a tribal person. I thought it was like an albino baby and I would put it in a cave because I think it was, was, I'm not making it justice, but 
I think the listener will recall and laugh in <laughs> their head. <laughs> um, I, I sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It was a flop of a comment, <laughs> much like the song that flop, that comment flopped. I literally looked at my fan, my like tabletop fan, and like gazed at it and like lost track of time for a sec. <laughs> it's so hot in here. Um, but yeah, Pangea, oh. yeah, Iggy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pangea, Iggy. Iggy this of is... Pangea. So yeah, local. This is local. Period. Yeah, we're on the same <laughs> we're on the same page in the end. Here's my trend alert or like my trend forecast. I think people are gonna start. This already started, ironically liking her. And then it's gonna keep rolling, like happening until it just becomes like people actually like her. She yeah. literally is just one actual good song away from yeah. people liking her, for sure. And I think that's tea. Like, I think we know that, too. Like, yeah. you can be canceled and it can hurt for a minute, but the good songs outweigh it every fucking time. Yeah. Look at yeah. Chris Brown. His fans love his songs. <laughs> <laughs> and Iggy's, like, her wrongs were, like, not... He didn't. She didn't, like, do domestic violence. So I feel like people are, like, willing to forgive her. And yeah. she's such a, like drag queen in a way you know she just yeah. looks ridiculous like the plastic surgery she went through is like god she was like one of the first to be canceled for appropriation and i don't think totally, people care totally. about appropriation in the same way anymore because no, it's no, everywhere no. it's like all over every single social media platform mm. tiktok is built on it i know wish she invented it yeah and she invented, she invented it. appropriate she pioneered it so Good for her. Gen Z is appropriating appropriation from Iggy Azulia every day on TikTok. <laughs> you heard it here first, fellas, and ladies too. And they thems. Okay. We need to get, we need to get going. <laughs> the next song. <laughs> every Time I Cry by Ava Max. Every time I cry. There, there's like a pause there, I think, because there's a capitalization in the T. It's like every time is one T word, is? but then the T is capitalized. Why is that? I don't know. And actually, in the Iggy song, strip club is one word. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's just uh, some weird grammar vibe. <laughs> grammar fell off. Grammar left the chat of the music industry. Yeah, like the space bar literally fell off their computer. <laughs> yeah. But why? I mean, the first thing when I see a capital T, like my mind Ooh. goes immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like she did that on purpose. It's a methamphetamine listener. Yeah. <laughs> On, on the app Grinder, which is a gay dating <laughs> app you may have heard of. Unjacked. On Scruff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Ava Max is sad in this song. She's really leaning into like sad on the dance floor. Mm. Sad girl on the dance floor, much in the style of like a Robin and I guess all of disco. Oh, all of <laughs> disco. Every time she cries, she gets a little bit stronger. Mm, good for her. <laughs> I've heard that story before. I don't think, I don't think I get strong. Well, whatever. That's a story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> That's for your therapist. Every time I cry, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I don't cry often. No, actually, yeah. When's the last time you cried? And if so, did you feel stronger? Did I get stronger? I actually can't remember the last time I cried. Interesting. Wait, when was it? Not to be a gay guy on a podcast, but I cried two days ago. <laughs> you said you literally said From what? Listen, it was, it was off air. It was off air, so it doesn't count. 
Well, I mean, I had a gay beach experience. Um, it was interesting. I'll say that. Well, what was the crying? Is that, I'm like, well, do you know I want to talk about it? Well, no, I'll be was vague. Like sad but... tears or joy tears? Well, both. Like, basically at the beach, oh. there was someone I haven't seen in, like, years. Like, even before COVID. Um, if that makes sense and is ringing any bells. I think it is ringing some and alarm bells. <laughs> yeah, some, like, sirens. <laughs> Basically, like, I thought that person hated me, mm. but it turns out he thought I hated him. Classic tale of misunderstanding. So basically, like, ultimately I realized that our mutual friends were, like, kind of keeping us apart more than anything. Uh, right. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm relieved that I haven't been hated for years, but mm-hmm. I'm, like, angry in this new way. So I don't feel lighter you don't feel stronger i don't i don't i feel heavy still but i do feel stronger yeah okay so i think it's net positive honestly so ava spilled in the end ava kind of spilled with this beautiful (laughs) song um (laughs) she explained everyone's pride come down perfectly and um, yeah literally that's what it was everyone's gay beach experience literally i did nothing for pride there's no come down for me but and needless to say, this song is euphoric. Don't you think? Don't you think it's kind of good, this song? I feel like it is, but I can get into it. Like, I recognize that this is a song that sh- I should be enjoying. Maybe my pleasure centers are broken. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you're about to cry, too. <laughs> maybe you just need to be more cry. Maybe you need to be, uh, be, sad, be sadder to understand this. No, but I'm always listening to sad music. You are, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like. I do like it. I just never. I never connect with Ava at like a like a transcendental level. Like I'm always like, yeah, she made a. I feel like she's really good at making songs, but I've never had a moment where I'm like, oh wow, I'm really connecting with this. And the same. And this goes with for every time I cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Um, yeah. it's not like torn from the pages of her book. You know, it's like it's just a bop. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I don't know. I hear a little two-step in there. Yeah, I think the production's really nice. The production's nice, I think, yeah. I I assume she's, like, courting the U.S. market a little bit more. Sorry, U.K. Been courting the U.S. market, but I think she's leaning British now with that little two-step. Don't think I don't hear it, because I do. <laughs> she's been... And I, I really like, like her ear. I feel like she recently has been doing really cool stuff, like when she covered... Was it Alice DJ? No, I can always say this. Anyways, I don't know. Um, she made a song recently that sampled a song that is like a classic, like a 2000s classic. Like, um, Oh my God, our brains I'm are fried. I'm literally looking at her discography so I can... Oh yeah, that's okay. It is local, ultimately. <laughs> Wait, but I really need to... I'm glad I got my beach story out there, you know? Yeah. Love Island did play My Head and My Heart um, recently. Actually, the song is going to sound great on Love Island every time I cry. Perfect. Wait, isn't my head and my heart a something, like a sample of something? Yeah, all around the world, I believe. We've talked about that. That's this. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, what I was trying to say oh. is that I've been liking her like ear, her direction in terms of like the references that she's using. Got it. Because those are like classic bangers that like no one has really had. Like, there's always like, I don't know, like 90s R&B revival or like disco revival. There's Revival of everything. No scrubs. And she yeah. kind of cornered this market in a way that no one else has. In a way that Lindsay Lohan was going to, because she was, hmm. I think she did a song that was like covering Alice DJ. 
Right. Anyway, so that's what I like about Ava Max. But I still, there's something about her that just doesn't let her really get into my soul. You know, she remains in my ears. I appreciate it, but it's never... It's true. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. She could lean in more into, like, Eurodance, um, yeah. I think. Yeah, totally. I don't know if America wants her, you know? Like, <laughs> maybe focus on where you're successful, which is the UK, which I think is what she's doing. Right. I mean, she kind of did, because speaking of drag queens music videos, she had, like, a, a UK drag queen cover one of her songs. So maybe she is, like... Bimini? Yeah. She is European by ancestry albanian queen albanian cartel yeah yeah albanian cartel <laughs> uh, but i guess this is local right i mean yeah of course it spoke to your heart so maybe it's hot it's really spoke to your experience as a gay man no it didn't come on <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's right. a little it's i mean it's so generic like how could it really connect yeah it is really generic yeah um, here's something that's actually really specific. It's called BDE Big Dick Energy by Shy Girl and Floatai. Mm -hmm. Very specific. Very British. Very British. Very horny. Holy shit. Like body horror almost. So freaking <laughs> horny. <laughs> I. Okay, here's my first issue with this song. <laughs> Let's describe Why? it. Let's describe it. Okay, go ahead. It's like dark? <laughs> Question mark. Mm -hmm. It's like dark. It's very shy girl, though. She always does like a bit, yeah. Shy girl's like screeching about being wet. Slow ties yelling about being hung. And uh, <laughs> together they form a beautiful harmony. <laughs> <laughs> That's how harmony works, yeah. <laughs> Through contradiction, they reach a synthesis. They should just yeah. fuck. Yin and Yang. And yeah, the video's cute too. They're like, she's in a car. He's like a mechanic on the floor. Hot. Okay, but can I say something? Yeah, please do. Can I say something? It was giving me very girl give us nothing. She's literally like, the whole yeah. video is one shot. It doesn't really no, that's change not true. at all. It Every literally, single yeah, song is different. She's, no, 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 no. I'm, the video. I'm talking about specifically the BDE video. Just that part. Just that part of the okay, because yeah, listener, yeah. there's a whole like short film of a bunch of different songs yeah. from the past year, but it's like all car themed. But then for oh the, right, okay, yeah, the yeah, BDE yeah. part, it you're right, it's one thing. She's like sitting in a dress <laughs> or something in the car. She's just like lying on a on the car wearing like a Lana, a Lana Del Rey COVID mask. Yeah, exactly, bejeweled. Yeah, she's doing like hand choreo, but the choreo is out of frame. You can't really see oh my it God, because yeah. they only frame her like face. Yeah. So it just looks like she's just lying on the car. So that's just just my just my 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 two cents on that yeah. matter. Yeah. I guess that yeah no it'll do it'll do <laughs> <laughs> that'll do. It was enough of a serve for me to like smile quietly to myself, you know, maybe in the context of the full thing, but I think it's probably that yeah. I have to confess I yeah. didn't watch the full thing. It's called Blue, the short film, if you want to look it up, yeah. listener, by Shy Girl. So, yeah, sex. What do you think about sex? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about fucking? People be having it. Yeah. People be doing that. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think it's a bit overrated in culture, but um, sometimes people do get horny. I think... Sometimes... Um, Sex is really overrated. The second you come, it's really overrated. Ooh, mm. All that gay shit <laughs> just <Yeah>. ends. <laughs> um, 
it is it is a healthy source of fun and entertainment. So I recommend people do it. <laughs> Cardio, even strength training sometimes. Exactly, yeah. It's a lot of core, depending on what position you're doing, but a lot of thrusting. A lot of leg, upper, upper leg, thigh. Yeah, yeah. The thigh part of it. But yeah, BDE, she could have called it like anything else. I was thinking she exactly, could have called it like exactly. slang in. She doesn't even say BDE in the song, does she? Like once in a verse. She says, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. But um, yeah, it's just like, it was it was the wrong title. I think it could have been called any number of other things. Yeah, I already told you this when we were talking earlier. This is like a 2018 meme. BDE. No one says, no one talks about big, big dick energy. Not someone as like, not someone with her finger on the pulse like Shy Girl, no. Like, yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. But um, for the record, I do think slow tie is hot. So <laughs> know that. <laughs> know that. He's, he's not not hot. He's hot. I'll say that. I also had a really funny experience. He has the most British sounding, like singing, rapping voice. Yeah. Like the second he started singing, it's like, oh, I'm transported to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essex. I, like this is like so British, so grime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> is a like, rapper, believe it or not. <laughs> I had a, another, like, one last shady thing. Oh, I'm being so shady to Shy Girl. I don't even hate her. But don't it just reminded it. me. <laughs> you probably don't know this reference because you don't watch Drag Race, but RuPaul has a song called um, Peanut. What's it called? It's called Peanut Butter or something. Peanut Butter or Peanut or something like that. And he just says, Peanut, 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 Peanut. And when I was listening to this, it gave me a lot of that. If the listener watches mm. Drag Race, I think they're going to recognize. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it's local. Like, I think I agree, though. We've, we're shy girl stands. We like shy. This podcast has historically been very yeah, pro of course. <laughs> of course. And but I really like think... the, the short film and how it brought all of her yeah. past singles together. But this is the but... least impressed I've been at anything she's put out. And I think also part of it is that her sound is... I mean, it is very shy girl. That's a good thing. I always say it's, I think it's important for an artist to have a sound of their own. Mm-hmm. But something about it just makes me feel like I've listened, like I've heard this already. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's always talking about fucking a bit <laughs> on the floor, you know? Yeah. On like a dark, like sort of pop industrial beat with like. Yeah. If anything, like slow tie comes off seeming a little bit, I don't know. I don't want to say inventive because he's just like talking about dick, but <laughs> I feel like he's really putting on a voice, you know, he's yeah, acting. Yeah. There's some voice acting there, <laughs> you know, he's like pulling a Nikki back in the day when Nikki would do like British accents. Yeah, actually though, he's like giving more than shy girl almost in this song. Yeah. 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 I think she, she's not giving nothing, but she's giving like just scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so local. I honestly think if it was called something else, I might be willing to reconsider, but... Same. No, literally same. Same. Yeah. Because, listen, the title's the most important thing about everything, so... Like BDE? Yeah. And it, it just makes me question her... What you were saying earlier, it makes me question her finger on the pulse of culture. Because, let's be honest, Shy Girl is not a vocalist. Shy Girl is not... Shy Girl's main thing is that she is cool. That yeah. she is, like, a pop star that isn't, like rehashing trends or whatever. She's just like someone who actually looks like she's coming from a scene that is like local specific and has like yeah, yeah, yeah. the finger on like cool culture. So doing this does take away from the main thing that she's good at. So that's why I think it's so egregious to, it's so egregious to us. Maybe she's like so on the pulse 
And already knows that BDE's back. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing it ironically. The second summer of BDE. Incoming. No. It's white boy summer this summer. Right. Still? Can you give white boys anything at least one summer, please? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's BDE by Shy Girl. Thank you, Shy Girl. Let's do another song. We have J Balvin and Skrillex. Okay. In the Ghetto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, first of all, Bob. Sorry. <laughs> it's Skrillex, but it's a reggaeton. Mm-hmm. A bit like Diplo, Skrillex can kind of do whatever he wants, and it's wildly was... successful every time. World music. The, no- the notes I had, I had like one note. And it says ethnic. It's ethnic. giving me mid- <laughs> it's giving me mid twenty tens diplo is what I had Tea. to say about the song. Yeah, like major laser vibes. Honestly, Iggy, Iggy should have been on this. <laughs> <laughs> Lana Del Rey and like what's another rich like uh, Ariana Grande from Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I don't know I don't know what his background is. J Balvin. I don't know if he's like. From the ghetto. From the ghetto. <laughs> Probably, whatever. It's really catchy, though. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, I think it is really interesting. Like, they really just went out there and said that. Like, like really, so the, fin- the finger is a no pulse because they really have no clue that you, in 2021, you can't really... Yeah. Have, it's not even just the name of the song. It's like the recurring hook with, like, a nameless female vocalist. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so retro, yeah. It is really retro. And also, like, like they really have to be, like, completely oblivious for them to not think that this could have been, like, an issue. Mm. Because it's ostensibly too kind of ethnic. I think Skrillex is kind of, I don't know. But they're both, and at the end of the day, pretty white. I mean, J Balvin looks pretty white. J Balvin's looking rough. Like, yeah, chewed up aging. in this video. He is, he's yeah. Aged. He's not that young, yeah. Well, I don't think the last time I saw him, he looked this way. Like, time is really taking a toll on all of us. <laughs> time is really passing. The passage of time. Everyone just, really... like, turned off the episode. Like, <laughs> no one wants to hear that. But the passage of time is brutal, but it's especially brutal on J Balvin's face. Yes. Yes. And honestly, Skrillex is too, which you only see, like, glimpses of light on throughout the video, but... He's like essentially pockmarked, so <laughs> everyone's looking rough. You have to start doing like a Daft Punk and start wearing like helmets and shit because no one yeah. wants to see that. I don't yeah, want to see yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching it right now. He is looking rough, J Bubbing. Yeah, he is, right? He's wearing like a grill that'll make his teeth look like they're just yellow. Oof. He's, can I say fat? Is that allowed? He's fat. He's gained some weight. Tea. And the hairstyle is not working for him. It's like, uh, Kim Kardashian when she does like box braids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, does he have braids in it? Yeah. T. He's always doing some like useful haircut, like neon. Yeah. Some neon shit yeah. always. <sighs> Poor him. But the song. <laughs> I don't think we can rightfully say this is local, but it's a bop for sure. It's, it's a pretty hot. good. We can't say it's hot, but it's a bop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will you be like playing this at a house party? No, because they're going to get canceled. In Montreal? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Call post. The Polycools? The Polycools. <laughs> the Polycools of Montreal will do a pol- Leap to pol- attention. Post. Yeah. <laughs> White Latinx um, terrorist one vitamin intake. Um. <laughs> Just played in the ghetto. What does he know about ghettos? 
Oh my god, this guy Juan sounds sketchy to me. <laughs> I don't think he knows shit about the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this weekend was the first time in ages where I went to a house and had the responsibility of playing songs. Oh, you did? Do you recall that feeling? Yeah. Of course, it's been ages, yeah. Yeah, it was really stressful. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I could be just, oh yeah, just, just you, you play whatever you want. Mm. But then like everyone stopped playing and I was right next to the laptop. Oop. And at that point, it's even more extra. It's like you really are avoiding. Oh my God, what did you choose? What was your vibe? That's a great question. So it was late night. There was only five of us. So it wasn't really like um, a party. So I wanted to be low key, but still didn't want to make people fall asleep. Yeah. I can't remember what I played first, but I played Incapable by version murphy at one point mm-hmm. like the extended mix because that gave me a good 10 minutes of not having to think to my neck <laughs> to dj and then i and then i played madonna honey Dijon remix again a good six minutes yeah perfect okay consistent tempo i would say that's nice yeah i was going for that sort of like club music but not like super lit end of the night kind of vibes yeah after party kind of vibes cute Mm-hmm. I don't miss that yet. I've definitely like rejected the call to pick the music over the past few weeks. <laughs> it's just not for me. What did you do at the cottage? Who played the music at the cottage? That was all Olish. He did all the music. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. What kind of music did you get to listen to? Um, a lot of mixes. He's like very oh, much yeah. into like, Oh yeah, mixes. he's like techno gay. He's yeah. a bit of, yeah, he kind of is. Um, some UK Garage too. I met him as a techno guy when I when he lived in Montreal. Oh. He was a techno guy. Yeah. Or maybe not a techno guy, but he he went with like straight people who were into techno. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that happens. That can happen to the best of us. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a danger. That's a lifestyle that anyone could really fall into. Yeah. It's really killed. dangerous. Bring a testing kit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, no. <laughs> bring a techno testing kit. Just uh, pop it in the air, and if it turns green, run. <laughs> <laughs> run away. <laughs> If you hear no lyrics after like one minute, that's when you know you have to run away. Duck and roll. Duck and roll. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. Also, Andy's famously against music. Like being played. Oh, T. He hit it well, if that's the case, at the cottage. No, I'm just thinking about how he tweeted very targeted targeted that people who listen to music in the shower need to be alone with their thoughts for once or something like that. That's honestly right. Do you still do that? Listen to music in the shower? Yeah, I still do. How do you fall asleep? Do you listen to stuff before you go to bed too? Not anymore. I used to, but not anymore. I'm just thinking of like all the moments when it's like possible to spiral with your thoughts. And it's definitely the shower, falling asleep, and maybe like public transit. Public transit, cooking sometimes if you're like mindlessly cooking. Tea, stirring. But I listen to music every time I shower. It's like an event for me and... Yeah. So I do it like every once in a while, yeah. Showering's an event. It's fun. Yeah, showering's <laughs> an event that I do every every month. <laughs> every month. Baby, I'm in Montreal. I can do whatever I want. Oh my God, I yeah, shower me. every day, listener. Me too. <laughs> with these degrees? With these degrees? And if you don't believe me, come sniff my balls and you'll see that it's true. <laughs> you can smell them from here. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, next song. Um... Cobra listener, have you heard of her? She seems I hadn't. great. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan. She has an EP called Cobra, which is her name, C O B R A H. 
So you'd say self-titled? Self-titled even, okay. one could argue. And uh, we chose the song Dip and Drip to discuss, but there's other good ones like Good Puss and Gooey Fluid Girls. <laughs> <laughs> good Puss, I hate that. I really hate that. It gives me, again, Erica Girardi so much. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Erica Jane. T though, but, Virginia, but she yeah. stole it from actual talented musicians and like freaks yeah, yeah, of the yeah. club, you know. And to be fair, she's not an English speaker. Who? Cobra. Oh, is that true? She's Swedish. Swedish. Oh, I didn't Swedish. know that. Yeah, I just googled her right before we recorded. Oh, it's like a little bit of appropriation, then, isn't it? But as we well, mentioned earlier, no. I don't care. Swedish people have pussies too. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, like, the club music aspect. I mean, there are clubs in Sweden, I assume, but... <laughs> yeah, they're, um, like invented. They're probably, like, nationalized and have to play music really quiet. <laughs> yeah, closes at 10 p.m., probably. <laughs> no, I actually don't know enough about Swedish culture to make, be making fun of them. Actually. Obviously not, other than um, <laughs> Max Martin. Meatballs. Ikea. Yeah, like Ikea. I've been to Sweden, though. See, yeah, same. Yeah, so... But my experience, I guess she's not from... Stockholm, she's from another city, but Stockholm didn't give me the vibes that Cobra is giving me at all. She's not giving me Swedish at all. No, no. She's giving no. me British a lot. She's giving me like shy girl vibes. British or like, fact. like American ballroom culture, yeah. Right, yeah. Really good. Um, really exciting. It's kind of like the type of music that I remember like Leaf kind of kept releasing. A little bit past the expiry date. I haven't heard the name in decades. And like even Kicks to Kill It, like I mentioned earlier, I believe. Mm. Like they, people like that keep kind of releasing clubby music. But when it really clicks, it's when you're fucking Swedish. Because you can like write the song (laughs) to go around it, you know? These are like full songs. Like full, well-written, well-formed songs. Gooey fluid fluid curls. Gooey fluid curls, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fucking bop. I I will be shady because that's apparently my vibe today. Okay, Simon Cowell. I hate the visuals. I hate the visuals. I hated the visuals of the uh, video that I watched. Oh, I haven't seen the videos. Interesting. She was giving me Brooke Candy is what she was giving I me. I do see that on her Spotify page. She's a little bit like latexy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And like, like a blonde bang sort of. Not really, but like spiritually. Um, but she's allowed to do that. She's sure. allowed to... Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's just not my vibe. <laughs> sure. um, but that's my only that's my only shady comment, so that's really tame. Unfortunately, I will say I discovered her through Discover Weekly, and I always feel a bit cheap when I discover actual good music through Spotify. But it happens. And it happened here today. Sometimes it happens, yeah. yeah. I heard her song called T, where she talks about spelling the T over and over again. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? This is for me. Is she queer? Oh, who knows at this point? Probably. Who knows? Who cares, actually? Do you remember when, like, the whole thing was like, Porches is wearing tangly earrings. He's not allowed to do that. (laughs) Well, people still say that kind of shit nowadays. That was fully my take about Porches back in the day. I was like, is he allowed to do that? I don't think I had a take on Porches. And imagine, like, me saying that now. It just doesn't really make sense anymore. No. Although Porches did kind of get canceled for wearing dangly earrings, so that's funny. Wait, who was Porches? Where do I begin? <laughs> How do I explain it? <laughs> I'm thinking churches with a V. Oh, you are? No, Porches is one guy. He's a bit like um 
Oh, he's massive. I'm looking at his face. <laughs> he's massive? His face is big. Oh. Sorry. It's <laughs> a weird thing to say. He was the first thing I saw. <sighs> but yeah, I don't I don't think I'm familiar with this person, but Oh, he really like, does have a big face. Yeah, he really does. Huh. He literally does. Okay. Anyways. We're <laughs> <laughs> being so stupid today. <laughs> I'm like sweating through my wife respecter. <laughs> Well, thank you, Cobra. That is what? Hot? I think that's the only hot thing here, yeah. Okay. Next song is Finally, parenthesis, Cannot Hide It, by Amorphous, I guess, is the person who produced this remix cover, Kelly Rowland in the vocals, and then originally by The Legend. Cece. Cece Peniston. Kelly Rowland's back with a song that heavily samples Cece both in lyrics and in voice. Yeah. Now, finally, it's not my favorite CC song, but it is a cute bop for Kelly, I think. I think it's such a bop. It's so cute, it's just a classic. Yeah. yeah. My favorite um, CC Peniston song is He Loves Me Too mm. with Steve Silk. It's fucking mm-hmm. good. It's fucking good. He Loves Me Too with a number two? Exactly, yeah, that one. Um, bop. And... Finally, it's good too, but it's obviously the bigger hit. Yeah, for sure. Pride Anthem released a little late. (laughs) Yeah, that's what everyone was commenting on. The fact that she released the, yeah, she released the song on July 1st. No. Like right as when Pride ended. And then she posted a video of herself singing it with like a Pride flag. Uh, um, so <laughs> people definitely made jokes about the fact that she has that video where she because she played she was in a Halloween not the Halloween a Freddy Krueger movie okay you know the classic clip yeah there's like when she's like <laughs> fuck what kind of faggot wears a Christmas sweater or something like that she said oh my God. <laughs> so people were like making jokes about her being homophobic and like <laughs> I love that what a storied career she's had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love Calendra. She's like yeah. iconic. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, I'm a Kelly cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's fucking great. Um so it's like house, I guess, obviously. House music. Yeah. It's pretty much a straight cover, but she does have like a new verse she adds in, Kelly, where she's like mm-hmm. sassy. She does her like sassy Kelly voice. <laughs> if you know, you know. And I don't know, you can just tell Kelly's having a good time. That was my takeaway from it, too, and from the video. She, you can tell she's feeling herself, to borrow a phrase, yeah. Like, from watching the video, I was like, right, you have this, like, what seems kind of beautiful. We only saw, like, one quarter of her back here, but you probably have this amazing life where you don't, you probably have so much money from Destiny's yeah. child. <laughs> and you're just, like, making silly bobs every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, go off. You're happier than any one of us will ever be. You're happier than Beyonce because you don't have the pressure of being Beyonce. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She's my fave. And again, this song is going to sound fucking amazing on Love Island. I can't wait to hear this on Love Island. <laughs> While they're like getting dressed that's new, or whatever. That's a new binary. We should do an episode where we just do songs that would, would it work or would it not work on Love Island. Basically, hot or local. <laughs> <laughs> local being it would work in Love Island. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it is local naturally. Love Island, I think I tweeted about this. Love Island is the only show that has the guts mm. to put a Lana Del Rey song in their in their TV show. 
I don't know what season this was, but there's a season where they're like choosing, I don't know, you know, they're doing their thing, choosing their mates, whatever. And then <laughs> they like, there's like this big suspense that I'm sure was produced where the person's like standing there not saying the name and yeah. then right starts playing. <laughs> no. In that moment in time, Juan Bleep, my last name, I'm bleeping. I was like stoned. And when the started playing, I was like, like chills on my entire You like body, lost just, like, your mind. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard a Lana song on, on TV. They, they don't use them on TV. They're not easy to use. Um, so yeah, that was a really special moment. The music directors have so much fun on that show. Yes. They have the budget and the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So good. How do you think we can apply for that job? That's like the best job on earth. Music supervisor for Love Island. I'd kill for that. Yeah. No other yeah. entity has that much money for music. It's crazy. Yeah, literally. Why why is that? It's just British TV has more money for music. I, I don't know. know. I've never known. Yeah. It does seem to be that way though. Yeah, it actually does seem to be that way. Or it's just like free or something, you know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that maybe the laws are different, so it's like cheaper to use big, like big name music or something. Because like sometimes Love Island will have a montage with three songs in it. <laughs> no, that's it. They have literally like, what are we saying? Six episodes a week or seven. Yeah. And every episode's stacked with like... Like 20 songs. Like A, a list songs. This yeah. is not like Ava Max. This is like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga. Like, well, it is like Ava expensive Max songs. <laughs> It is Ava Max too. <laughs> I think Ava Max was a bad... This is not Cobra. This is like right. big artist. Yeah. Oh my God, Cobra would work too, honestly. Really good quiz. <laughs> 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 when they go to Casa more and then oh the girls yeah. come in. And then, <laughs> really good for us. <laughs> oh my God. Canceled. That's a bit objectifying you. I mean, the whole show. Objectification. That's the point of the show. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> How's the new season? The girls are like, oh, he's a bit short. Or like, I need someone taller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks like he'd be wearing white jeans. And he's like, not wearing white jeans. <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good. I, I don't know. Do I love like it. Well, they should play finally. Sure should. Yeah. Thanks, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And Amorphous. Okay, I don't even care. I don't even care. I'm going to say it's hot. Okay, T. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally love her and I want yeah, more same. music. I want her to be successful. I know. Same. Yeah. I don't know if you get there with like EDM covers, this, but we'll see. No. I remember seeing her recent, not recently, but a video of her. Where she was sort of claiming, I don't know if we agree with this, she was claiming that she introduced EDM pop to America with that song, When Love Takes Over. Yeah, David Guetta. Yeah, so she, I remember her saying, what was this? I don't know, some interview and she was like, after I did that, all the girls started doing it. Huh. She's not not wrong. No, it's true. I don't know if she was the first one, but yeah. I guess it's a connection to the gay club scene because also there was that song Work that got remixed by like Freemasons. Mm. Just like this really trashy remix that was very successful for literally a decade in every gay club. And yeah, it's true. She uh, maybe started that crossover of EDM from gay to straight. But then she stopped because her album after that was like the um, Mike Will Made It. That was pretty R&B-ish. Talk a good game. Great, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fave. Come on the pod, Kelly Rowland. Oh, I would love that, Calendria. We promise we won't say we won't say Beyonce's name once if you come on our pod. Literally, easily, even yeah. easily. Yeah. So much to discuss, Kelly. <laughs> Stop by. Um, we have one more song, and mm-hmm. then we're done. Um, Sugar Babes fans in the chat, anyone? 
Their first album, One Touch, is 20 freaking years old. That's crazy. Which is crazy. They were like 14-ish when it came out. You can like see it in the Overload video. So young. Who from the original is still in Montreal? Great question, because they're all back. Oh, okay, okay. Great. Amazing question. Yeah, it's been cycled many times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their first album, One Touch, is 20 years old. They're re-releasing it with like... Um, they're remastering it, which is really exciting for me because there's some fucked up shit on that album. I'll say that <laughs> some faders could be tweaked. Let's say that, <laughs> um, expanded with demos and remixes like the one we're going to talk about now, which is same old story remixed by blood orange um, Interesting. of we are who we are fame. I just said, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, invented by HBO, Blood Orange. So, <laughs> Blood Orange is like Leaf to me, a name that I haven't heard since 2013. Oh, really? I feel like I never stop. Yeah. Um, so the song is, the song, same old story, was like a UK Garage song to begin with. Mm. But what Blood Orange does is like do some piano at the beginning, and then it like mm-hmm. abruptly cuts to kind of UKG again. But I find yeah. the piano part like so beautiful. It is really nice, actually. Yeah. It's really nice. It shouldn't work, but it kind of works. Doing his like Michelle Branch, like do 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 do. Yeah. Not like that, but just straight up piano. Straight up piano, pretty cute. A good vocal moment from the Sugar Babes. They're not always known for that, to put it politely, <laughs> but the original lineup is back: Siobhan, Keisha, and Mutya. That's pretty iconic. They should do. They should go on a tour. I would see that. One hundred percent, they should, and I assume they will in the in the UK anyway. In the UK, probably, but yeah. like, yeah, they were locked out of using their own band name, Sugar Babes, for the longest time. That sucks. They like won it back, I think, last year or maybe 2019, recently, because it was like this whole other thing with like random other women. Like, they just kept swapping people out, right? And I'm sure it was all owned by the label, right? If they kept swapping people yeah. by management, yeah, exactly. So they finally won it back, which is great. I have like quotes, they were like doing an interview with NME. And Keisha, who's the black one, the only black one, was saying in other Sugar Babes lineups that she was in, because mm-hmm. like she was in it pretty long, mm-hmm. in other Sugar Babes lineups, not this one, writing splits were an issue. And when I said, but wait, I wrote more on this song, I'd be accused of being a bully. And then Siobhan, who's like the redhead, says, even as a teenager, it was obvious to me that the three of us were treated differently, especially in other countries. People would only direct questions to me. It was awkward and obvious to me then what was happening. Oh. But I didn't know how to address it then. Wait, who is this talking? The blonde girl? The redhead, like, bl- white girl, essentially. Right. Was saying yeah. that she always would be asked questions, especially overseas, oh, instead of, like, yeah. the black girl or the Asian girl. And then Keisha mm-hmm. says again, who's the black girl? To be honest with you, Siobhan, I didn't even notice. And I went into every situation on the defensive, thinking they're not going to like me anyway. That was my defense mechanism, show an attitude to protect myself. And they were also asked if they'd let their kids get into the industry, and they all said no. <laughs> and they, like, implied that, like, they were put into inappropriate situations. They were, like, 14 oh, when that, this album came out. That's crazy. So they were so young. If you watch the Overload video, you... I mean, it's an adorable video. It's so fucking adorable. But they're they're babies. They're children. I mean, the album cover looks like three teenagers. Yeah. Like early teens. Yeah. yeah. Well, good for them. I hope they I hope they thrive with this new project. 
Same. So it's kind of a homecoming for them to all be back. And they were saying the album remains a blueprint for genre hopping mainstream music and a byword for effortlessly stylish British pop. I guess this is a press release, but yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. It's cute. It's a cute album. Messy in parts, mm. but I mean, they're babies singing pop music, so obviously their vocals aren't always great. Who else, who else is remixing stuff? Oh, it's not out yet. This is the only one out? There's like a Metronomy remix. The, the full track list is oh. out somewhere. Metronomy, um, K did the first remix. That was kind yeah. of Love Island pop again, you know, like radio EDM. I don't love their stuff, their music. Yeah. M&E-K. It's just kind of like housey, piano housey type vibe. It's <laughs> something to look forward to at least. Literally, yeah. It's not coming out till October, so fuck. Fuck. But yeah, Sugar Babes Heads, get in the Discord, let's talk. T- tell me your favorite songs. I love Lush Life. Mm. That's one of my favorite Sugar Babe songs ever. Hole in the Head. I always listen to that. My basic taste is that I always listen to Push the Button when I'm working out. Oh, that's when Heidi joins, yeah. Blonde Girl. That's the sure. Blonde Girl. That's a Blonde Girl, okay, right. Yeah, Siobhan, the redhead, barely lasted one album, it seemed. She kind of Jesse Nelsoned out of the group. <laughs> <laughs> but legged it. But legged it. <laughs> <laughs> queens. All queens. Definitely. <laughs> so that's it, listener. What do you think? Review of this episode? That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of freaking um, also, 10. I want to do a little shout out to our listener, Axel, who, who sent us that song, Pop Charts. We don't, I don't wanna, um, we don't have time to discuss it, but... I did listen to it and it was really cute. It was it's like a song about pop charts, as the name implies. It's very meta, very HLS vibes. So also go listen to that. Oh, cute, definitely. So yeah, that's it. But listener, keep an eye out for upcoming episodes. I think the music industry is going to pick up soon again. There's like new Azalea coming out soon. Right, that's right. Fuck all night. New Lana allegedly. Yeah, fuck. It was it used to call fuck Kanye all night or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. wow. I think it's about Kanye West or something. Yeah. Oop. And in the in the cover art, she has like Kanye spelled out on her nails. Yeah, I think it's called yeah. fuck him all night, and then her nails like yeah, Kanye. fuck him all night. Yeah, and it seems to be like she's never marketed a single like like you know because she's had a bunch of singles, but she's never marketed marketed them like this. So hopefully, this is actually like a good comeback. It sounds housey. Yeah, I did hear a clip. Yeah. There's that, there's new Lana coming out. Oh, there's like new Billie Eilish, if anyone's checking for her, but. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Retired pop star Billie Eilish. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like adult contemporary songstress Billie Eilish. <laughs> no one has fallen off. I mean, the album hasn't even come out, so yeah. we jump into conclusions, but she really fell off in between those two albums. By choice, seemingly. Maybe it was just too much. Maybe all the airplay was just too much. <laughs> Those new songs are really not good, but we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. We'll be back soon. Listener, we need your questions. If you need us back, yeah, you can ask us for advice whenever you want. Um, the link's in the, the description. Yeah, if we get enough, I would love to do it next week. You can ask us anything, love-related or otherwise. Doesn't matter. We're still going to call it Love Line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know what's what's in your mind. I do think that these, like right now is a weird time with coming out a bit. Like everyone's kind of coming out. With a closet? 
seeing more people. It's weird. It's a weird time. We're coming out of the COVID closet. And I think there's like some. Yeah, it is a weird time. I mean, like anxiety, but other stuff too. It's just. There's a lot of, I felt a lot of anxiety the past few weekends. You have, huh? And like also FOMO is like hitting really hard. Really hard, yeah. Especially because of my foot thing. There's like specific things that I can do. Like I can't go dancing or anything like that. Right. And that gives me a lot of FOMO. It's just a bit weird, like getting back into the swing of things. I've been. I don't love it. Like I yeah. know I, I like. I'm really happy. I'm really happy. COVID is done, and I'm not the kind of person who's like wanting to push this. Yeah, of course. But there's a lot of there's a lot that comes with the specific period, and I'm sure it won't last long. I'm sure that in a couple of months we'll all be back in the normal groove of things. But it is a weird transition. Yeah, I think so. I think people in like the UK and the US experienced this a couple of months ago. Exactly. So if you have any. Ad- advice for us on how to manage these vibes feel free to let us know we're also like so much more like paler and like mentally unbalanced in canada because we had the longest lockdown probably on earth honestly it's like i mean it's still happening essentially yeah yeah essentially oh my god i got so sunburnt at the cottage and i just started recovering you should go to love island basically yeah you're ready for love you know what though everyone on love island this season arrived burnt it was weird Burnt or tan? Like, I guess spray tanned, yeah. Right, like yeah. They were, oh, yeah. They were they like had to. blackened already, you know? They were like crispy. Yeah. If you were going to go on TV, wouldn't you want to look your best? I always think about that. If I'm going on TV, I'm like dieting like two months New beforehand. Teeth. Yeah, yeah. And you've been years. Haircut, like a fresh fade, right? Like yeah. the day off. Yeah, yeah. But like in season three, people arrived pale and burnt on the first day. Like that was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> And that's probably what makes it, they came less prepared. Also, I feel like Love Island, we're, this is the Love Island episode, but Love Island shares something with Drag Race in the sense that as the long, the more seasons it has, people come with a more self-reflective or like made meta yeah. take to it. They know they're going to get their famous because they get huge. Yeah, they do. Like if you go on Love Island, you become a celebrity in the UK. Yeah, you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've like caught on to all the tricks and... Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't say anyone's really playing the game. You know, like, no one's hilarious, you know? There's no, like, real really? banter happening. Not that really. All the best parts are, like, the narrator still, in my opinion, but there's yeah. some funny moments on the behind-the-scenes episode, Unseen Bits. Do you do you recommend, should I get into it and do this season? Honestly, you have to. Like, yeah, come mm-hmm. on, do it, for sure. At least give it a week or two. We should just do, like, a special episode. Well, this was it. Yeah. This was kind of it, yeah. Speaking of which, I don't know if this is like pod, you can cut it out, but um, Shahan, I saw Shahan, he kept saying that we have to do a K-pop episode. No. <laughs> I, I said, Josh is going to say no. <laughs> he was like, but you guys never even, you guys talk mostly about the culture anyway, so it doesn't matter the music's bad. I was like, yeah, but the thing about K-pop is that you need, like, you actually want to get into it, you need like a whole podcast because it's yeah. too much. It sounds like Shahan could be the guest for that. Yeah, true. Maybe I'll actually learn that. Um, just because I was like very shocked to find out that Luna is funded by like an arms dealer. Stop it right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was also very shocked to hear that Luna was funded by an arms dealer <laughs> right now. Mere seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you know. Okay. But yeah, I guess this is, I hate this part right here. This is for the real heads if you're still this listening. Is really <laughs> this is the after show with Dan Levy. And <laughs> yeah. MTV Canada after show. Wow, deep cut. I don't know why I know that reference. Yeah, I'm not even. I wasn't even here for that, but I know that. T. Um, yeah. What should we call this episode, listener? Oh yeah. Okay, no answer, Juan. What do you think? Fuck, we did. It. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. 
we always do this. Listen, we always tell ourselves we need to like write down things that we say that are funny because episode titling, much like Shy Girl is our kryptonite. Yeah. And we don't know. What if we just call this episode BDE? <laughs> <laughs> people have the same reaction being like, why are these people talking about a 2018 meme? Literally, no one will click the episode. That's literally no what's going to happen. No one will click happen. the episode. Yeah, no, no, we can't do that. Okay, guys, sobbing. Yeah, I don't mind that. <laughs> okay. But okay, so let's just cut this, yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, listener.